Sorry, Second Kings chapter two. That was where Elijah was taken away. Right? Elijah was taken away by a wild wind. You know, chariot of fire came, and you know, he took Elijah away. And uh, Elijah was telling Elisha that if you could see me when I'm leaving, right, that he will carry the portion of my anointing. And he was able to see his master, and when his master left, he carried that portion of anointing, and he took up the mantle of Elijah. And the company of prophets, they confirmed it. They said, the spirit of Elijah is now upon Elisha. And in verse 19, Elisha went to Jericho. I'll read um, from verse 19. I'll read King James first. The Bible says, And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray. Second Kings chapter 2, from verse 19. He said, And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray. I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord seeth, but the water is not, and the ground barren. Can you see the word situation? In verse 19 of NIV, he said, The people of the city said to Elisha, Look, our Lord, this town is well situated as you can see, but the water is bad and the land is unproductive. Does anyone any other any other translation that we can look at? Uh, yeah, yeah translation, okay. Amplified. amplified, okay. Amplified is also here. Um, any other translation? What version is yours? KJV, okay. What's, what version is yours? Is yours? Okay. I have New American Standard Bible here as well. New American Standard says, Then the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold now, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord sees, but the water is bad. And the land is unfruitful. The land is unfruitful. You have another translation there. You have message. Okay, read message. Let's hear message. The water is polluted and nothing goes. So you want to read Amplified for us, ma'am? Yeah. Behold, inhabiting of this city is pleasant. As the locality causes miscarriage and barrenness. Please, I want you to note that word though. The what? The locality causes what? 
miscarriage and barrenness. Sky. That is a very serious word we must take notes. Please, I want you to hold that scripture for me. Good news. Eh? Good news. Translation also says something like that. Some men from Jericho went to Elisha and said, As you know, sir, this is a fine city, but the water is bad and causes miscarriages. And causes miscarriages. The first word I want us to note in that scripture is it said they call Elisha Lord. And that translation said Master. Just like we have gathered here, Elijah, Elisha, sorry, in that scripture represents the Lord. They refer to him as Lord. They refer to him as Master. And we are also saying that Jesus, Master, Lord, see where we are. See the country you have brought us to. He said, it is situated in a fine place. When you enter the United Kingdom, you discover a very marvelous view. Gigantic building, well-organized community, resources are within reach. You know, there is law in place. The system is working. The situation of the nation looks good. It's situated in a very fine place. But that scripture says something. And if you come to this country, one of the things I, I discovered when I first came to the con this country is that when you take pictures, the pictures in this country looks beautiful more than taking pictures in Africa. Have you noticed that? I don't know how they I don't know what I don't know how they did that. <laughs> I don't understand how, how how they have achieved that. Maybe it's the phone. I don't know. I don't understand. Is it the same phone? Clean. In fact, I discovered, I told my wife, I said, do you notice that the air we breathe in this in this country is purer than the one we yeah. breathe in Lagos, we no breathe in Nigeria. Polluted. That's why you know they smoke here. Yeah. Yeah. Even the way they smoke, and the, the, the air that beats your face, even in the It's fresh. Oh fresh God. air. And you know, laws are in place that when they, when they know that there is useless zone, when your car is not in good condition, yeah. and you know, you are emitting, they will, you, they will find you. You will have to pay some certain amount before you drive to that area. So when you know that you are going to pay, you will be restricted to, you know, to go to. That means they are, there, is a, there is a technology in place to make the air in that environment clean. They are trying as much as possible to give us clean air. Everything is working well. We have train, we have bus, you know, life is easy. And most of the things we pray for in Nigeria, we don't pray for that here. We don't pray for light. Some people wake up and say, Lord, we are, we are here today. Lord, give us light. We don't need to pray for all of that. There is light. There is clean water. Basic amenities we have here. Everything is working fine. In fact, if you don't have money, you can live large like someone that has money. You can borrow. There is credit system in place. You can drive a big car without having a penny in your pocket. That is how the system works in this country. But what is the scripture telling us? It said the situation of the country is good. It said, but the water. Water means life. Wherever you see water, it signifies life. Where there is no water, there is no life. It said the water there brings about miscarriage. That is what that scripture says. That means men, 
that are carrying destiny upon their lives, their destiny can get aborted in this nation. Because you enter United Kingdom, the destiny, the glory of the Lord, the mandate of God over your life, the pregnancy that you have carried over the years can get aborted in this nation because this, this nation, the situation of this country causes miscarriage. The land is unfruitful. In fact, if you have been fruitful before and you have been flourishing in your ministry, when you enter this country, be careful. You will experience dryness over your life. And that is what, that is the situation we have found ourselves. We've seen many people, you know, they come to the country and, you know, they are complaining. We've seen, we've had many stories. Vibrant brothers entered into depression and they were living anyhow as they entered this country. Many things are happening. People fell into horrible things. Men that are, you know, they are, their lives are correct. They were, they were vibrant for God. They enter into this country and they enter into immorality. They enter into many things because everything looks good. But the water, the life here causes miscarriage. And the reason why God is gathering us and God is trying to, um, the Lord is trying to alert our spirits that we are in a place where we cannot afford to abort the purpose of God upon our lives because it can be easily aborted. Miscarriage. <laughs> Miscarriage is, 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 is easy. It's not, it's not a physical miscarriage I'm talking about. Too. The miscarriage of destiny, miscarriage of purpose. Men that God has been saying great and you no know, big things to their life. They are God that, you know, if you check their diary, there are there are plans and purpose, what God wants them to achieve. And there is a plan for coming to this nation. But when they came, they forget it was aborted. They could not go for it anymore. Abortion. Abortion of destiny. And you know that before God could incubate that to become a pregnancy in our lives. There has been a lot of dealings over our destiny. There has been a lot of dealings. Should we talk about the, the, the fastings you have gone through in Nigeria? The, the conferences you have attended? Some of us served in ESCOs ship. We were ESCOs. We served in our university. Some of us were presidents. Some of us were Bible study coordinators. Some of us were, you know, we're doing well. God has been teaching us. There is a mandate of God over our lives. But immediately we enter this country. And what, are, what is it that we are looking for? We are looking for a greener pastures. For a greener pastures, a greener pasture that led to abortion. That led to abortion. And that is the first issue I, the, the Holy Spirit is confronting us, confronting us with this afternoon. What are the things that the Lord has been talking to us? I was talking to my wife, you know, very simply, I said, my dear, we need to be serious. We need to be serious with what God has asked us to do. We can't just be, you know, eating food, you know, wearing good clothes, you know, saving up money, buying properties, you know, getting good things for ourselves, and 
the reason why God has brought us has not been fulfilled. There's a scripture. I can't really pick where it is now, but let me just paraphrase that scripture. He said, You are living in big houses. If you have been reading that scripture, he said, You are living in big houses. You can browse if you can see. You are living in big houses. You are married. You are, you are giving your, your daughters to marriage. He said, My house lies in ruins. And in Isaiah 66, he was saying, He said, He said, Heaven is my throne and earth is my post too. He said, Where is the house that ye have built unto me? Where? And that is the condition, that is the situation we have found ourselves in the United Kingdom. We get out of the house in the morning before 8 o'clock. We resume our duty by 8 a.m. It's a different system automatically. Your day is practically useless when you go to work. It's 12 hours shift. Is it not? You get to work 8 a.m., you leave 8 p.m. Before you do your handover, you know, you get home by 9. You are tired, you want to rest, and you go that, you do that consistently for four days. Some even we even pick extra shifts. They will even pick extra shifts. They said, even the four days, the money, they say the money is not enough. They will now pick two agency shifts. They will now work for six days in a week. Some will work for five days, and they will do that. How can we live like that and we fulfill the purpose of God upon our lives? We'll just be running after money. After money. And the funniest thing about money, money can never be enough. No, it can never be enough. The more you get it, the more you want to look for more. It can't be enough. One or the other, you say, ah, I have these expenses. They are calling me at home. They are doing this. There is just one bukata or the other that you want to, you want to, you want to attend to. And you just keep running after that money upon money. You want to make more money and, you know, you just find out that, Kai, I am now old and I have done nothing. Even for Joshua, the Bible said, you see how Joshua conquered lands. Joshua was, was, was doing what God asked him to do. Even if Joshua, after his race upon the earth, the Bible said concerning him, he said, Joshua is old. He said, but there are still many lands yet for him to conquer. He has not conquered some lands. Despite, and they mention lands. He conquered this, he conquered that, he conquered this, he conquered. What about us that we did not conquer anything? We are doing shit. <laughs> we are running after extra shit. Even our hostel, we cannot conquer. We have not conquered our hostel. We, we have not conquered our, 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 our residence. We are, we are, we are, we are living. And this is a wake-up call for us. It's a wake-up call for me. The wake-up call for me that why am I in the United Kingdom? Why? Is it just to make some money? God has been faithful. The three years that we have come to this country, we can point to this and this and that that we have done in the flesh. What is it that we can point to that this and that are the things that I have achieved for God in the realms of the Spirit? Nothing. You know? And this place, I've just discovered, is just the rat race, you know? We are just working to pay bills. Have you not noticed that? When the salary comes, bam! House rent, house rent is ready for you to pay. You have to pay your house rent. You have to buy food. And people in Nigeria will not leave you alone. You have to send money home. 
there are a lot and a lot and the situation is good but the water the life we are living in this country cause miscarriage cause barrenness i pray that every miscarriage that has happened upon our focus upon our destiny may the lord restore us today in jesus name this is a restoration meeting the lord will restore us in the name of jesus and that scripture continues he said "Hmm, master and that's our call and that's you know i just i'm just I'm just charging us because we pray. He said, Master, and we need to call on Master. To, we need to call on the Lord. This is the situation we have found ourselves. So, we don't know United Kingdom is going to be like. Do you know that? I discovered that we used to have very nice prayer work in Nigeria. When I jump out of my flat in Orogun, you are. You will meet one person or two praying in tongues as well, doing prayer work. You will meet them. It's, you know, it's, it's sure. Because that place is a school area. People are also doing prayer work. You meet somebody. That even the sound of their, you know, they are speaking in tongues. So, you know, with ginger your spirit. You, I've never met anybody in this place. Never. The only people I will meet, they are smokers. They are smoking. You only, you only, you only meet smokers. I've never seen a, one person like this. Just the sound of praying in tongues early in the morning, I've never, you can't see. There's nothing like that in this place. And it takes extra effort, you know, to pray. It's a challenge to pray. Eh? The weather is cold, it's a challenge to pray. It's terrible. Are you, are you not afraid? Eh? Ah, it's terrible, my sister. It's terrible. And the only thing that pushes us to pray is when we have problem and want to say, God, it's only problem time that, okay, well, there's problem. Let me go to God now. <laughs> problem. God will say, okay, I know the reason why you are here is because you have problem. That's why you are here. It's not that we want to, you know, there's no, there's no communion. It's just for problem. So you want me to solve your problem? Don't worry, come, I will solve it. We collect and run away. We collect and run away. That's how we have been living our lives here. And that is the reason why we are crying, Lord. This is the situation we have found ourselves. And when I find anybody saying that is relocating to the UK, ah, I'm happy for the person, but on the other hand, I'm shaking my head that I hope this destiny will not be aborted as this one is coming, approaching this nation. I hope this destiny will not be aborted. So, friends, let's look at that scripture. We are still on verse 19. But what did the Lord say? I can hear Jesus saying, Bring me a bowl. KJV said, Bring me a cruise. Or what a, who asked KJV there? KJV said, Bring me a cruise. Bring me a cruise. I can, we can also say, bring me a vessel. And that is what the Lord is looking for. The Lord is looking for a vessel. We don't understand that hmm, what the Lord has sent us to do in this nation is beyond nothing. But the reason why God is using the route, the route of nothing for us to come to this nation is because nothing is our platform. To achieve the purpose of God. Nothing is a platform 
to expand the kingdom of God is just the pulpit that we need. It's our pulpit. Nothing is that platform. Because it's very easy for us nurses. Nothing is like an access to the whole nation. Have you not noticed that? You can use nursing to go to Australia. Why they deny people deny people a visa? It is very hard to deny a nurse a visa, a qualified nurse that has everything they wanted. If a, if a nurse is qualified, he has passed his IET exam. He has passed their board, nursing board exam. And he's qualified, he has practiced, he has the specialty they are looking for. A nurse will enter Saudi, Saudi Arabia, a Muslim country. A nurse will enter into the midst of the pagan and is established there. And he will establish the kingdom of God in their midst. Nursing is like a platform to the nation. But most of us don't understand. We only think the reason why I'm doing nursing is to be financially stable. And it is far beyond that. And the reason why God is sending us to United Kingdom, United Kingdom is presently in a state of decay. And the Lord wants to revive this nation. And why is it that God has sent all of us en masse? It was persecution that scattered us. If Nigeria was good, we wouldn't come here. I will say that the persecution, the, uh, the killings, the, the, the recession, everything we are facing, bad salary we are facing in, in Nigeria, in Africa, is part of God's plan and purpose to reach the nations. And because Africa is well established, we have received the gospel and the gospel is flourishing. We can't stay like that. It is just like in the act of apostles. It takes persecution to scatter them, to, to, to push the message of the kingdom all over the world. And that is the reason why we are here now. And we must all understand this. That the reason why we are in this nation is to establish the kingdom of Christ. And not just to make money. And we need that money, you know. We need that money. If you are you are riding a very big canal, it's easy for you to jump into your car and drive to Wales and say, okay, I'm going to Wales to preach. I'm going to Wales to hold a meeting. I'm going to Wales to share Christ. You can also jump into your car. And we are, you know, we are going to we are going to Scotland. And we can also say, okay, we are we are not driving our car this time. We want to board the plane. We just buy the tickets and we fly to we fly to Scotland, we fly to France for a retreat. And that's the reason why God has... We can, we can buy, buy a ticket, book for, apply for visa and say we are going to America for a meeting. The tattoo visa that God has given us is the chariot that will carry us everywhere we want to get to. That tattoo visa is very powerful that you can apply for Schengen visa and they will give it to you. You can apply for any visa and they will give it to you. Because they know that you have a job and you are a nurse. You are not running anywhere. And it is not for our own good alone. It is for his kingdom to be established. And the Lord is saying, give me a course. Give me a vessel. And where are the vessels that the Lord wants to use? But are we ready? Are we ready or we just we still we still want to make some money? We need that money actually, but 
do we still want to make some money? Some people will do extra shift to the, expe- to the extent that they will die on the shift one day. God forbid. Because if you are doing five days, six days, and you are doing it like that, you are not resting. What's going to happen to your health? Are you going, are you going to enjoy the money? Why there are weightier things to spend time with? The Lord said, give me a cruise. Give me a life. Give me a vessel. So that I can pour what? He said, salt. Can you read that scripture? And put salt in it. Right? And put salt in it. A life with a salt. Say, ye are the salt of the heart. That's the Bible. Say, ye are the salt of the heart. And put salt in it. The Lord is looking for a vessel, a man that he will anoint. He wants to put his anointing upon his life and send them to the nations. And send them to to, to set Scotland free. You know, I was listening to a man of God very recently and he said, when he entered Wales, there is a principality in that area and is um, that principality, they are, their specialty is um, is um, sorcery. In Wales, this modern ways we are seeing, and there is no spiritual activity that you can do in that place that can flourish if you are not in authority, if you are not in charge, if you don't if you don't exercise dominion. Spiritual things is is not you can you can't do spiritual things and and it and it um, it's it's, 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 it, it doesn't flourish. Have you not noticed that you, you, it takes time for you to pray? It's hard. It's difficult in this country. There is a force that is not allowing it. Before you can pray and you know you start flowing, you must first speak in tongues for like 30, one, 30 minutes, one hour. Then the atmosphere is free. Then you can now begin to pray. That is how, that is the kind of atmosphere we, we find ourselves. The Lord said, give me a cruise. Give me a cruise and put a salt in it. And when he found a cruise, when he found a life, that was when he hid the life, the water, in Jericho. If the Lord will not find us, then the situation of this country will remain the same. Men like John Wesley, they have passed through this country. Smith Wigglesworth, they have labored. And their labor must not go in vain. And the other is the reason why God has sent us. We have a lot of laws that, are, that, that, that is being passed that is against Christianity, it's against our faith. Imagine, they want to start teaching our children same-sex marriage, LGBT. They are now celebrating it all over. They are doing some terrible things, some terrible law. Why is it that they will make Sunday shifts to be more, to be more, they pay more on Sunday? Eh? They know that, you know, people don't go to church, people don't, people don't fellowship with brethren. They decide to go and do 40 pound shifts and forsake the gathering of brethren. They make more money on Sunday. It's on Sunday that you will find them riding bicycles all around. A lot of them. Give me a cruise. Are we ready to submit our lives as a vessel to use in this matter?
and the Lord wants to put his salt upon our life. He wants to anoint us so that he can use us. I want us to pray. I'm just charging you so that we can direct our prayer in this line. And if you see, if you look at um, John chapter 2, let's look at John chapter 2 so that we just tie the two scriptures together or one more scripture, then we will pray. In John chapter 2, there we will find the wedding at the canal of Galilee. John chapter 2. John chapter 2. If you are there, you can read from verse 1 to 6. Verse 7. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water, mm. and they filled them up to the brim. And they filled them up to the brim. You know, there was no wine. There was no wine. There is lack of wine. And that is what we are lacking in our generation. Why that wine? The Bible says, said, Do not be filled with wine. He said, But be, be ye filled with the, with the Holy Ghost. Be not be not be drunk. Yeah, be not be drunk with wine. But be ye filled with the Holy Ghost. We have, we are in a time whereby the expression of the Holy Spirit is reducing. We are have men that are that are filled with personal ambitions. Men that are filled with selfish passions. And Jesus is saying that there is no wine. The people came to come and say there is no wine. We are in a generation whereby wine is lacking. It's not a physical wine, but I mean the expression of the Holy Spirit, the leading of the Holy Spirit is becoming scarce in our generation. He now said, he said, bring those jars. Can you see also jars here? A vessel to be filled. And he said, fill them to the brim. Fill them with water. The Lord is looking for lives. Eh? that is going to feel and that feeling will be an expression of his spirit that feeling will be an expression of his kingdom and he filled them right and that water turned into what it turned into wine it turned into what they are looking for what, what is lacking in that generation we are the answers to what this generation is looking for and we are the nearby jars that the Lord wants to fill. He said, Whom shall I send? He said, Here am I, send me. Are we available? 
can we make ourselves available? The Lord wants to fill us. He said, fill them. He told the servant, he said, fill those jars. Fill those jars. There is yet another vessel that is needed. One thing I have discovered is that for every solution, sorry, for every problem that we are experiencing in this generation, it cannot just get solved automatically. There is a need of a vessel to bring about the solution. The Bible says that it said, Art, the heavens belongs to the Lord. It said, Art as it given to, to the children of men. So there is nothing God wants to do here. He needs a vessel. Can the Lord, can, in, that, in that book of um, uh, Second King, can, can the Lord just say, Okay, let me just bring about the solution. But he said, Bring me a cruise. He said, Fill those jars. Fill those jars. I need, I need vessels to, to answer this problem, to bring about solution. Bring a vessel. But are we available? Is the Lord not saying, where are you? Where are you? I brought you to the United Kingdom for a purpose. I can't find you. Where are you? Are you still doing, are you still doing this year extra shit? Where are you? Has your marriage taken, 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 taken away the plan and the purpose of God for your life? Where are you? This I want, I want to get engaged. I want to get married. Has it taken the plan and the purpose of God away from you? Where are you? He needs a vessel, and immediately he got old. He, he, he lay out on those vessels. He filled them, and the wine came. Wine came immediately. You find the vessel. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, he said, in a great house. That is where I'm going to round up as we pray. He said, in a great house. He said, there are vessels. Is this 2 Timothy chapter 2? Yes. You can read, sister. But in a great house. Okay. They are not only vessels of gold and of silver, okay. but also of wood and of brass, okay. and some to honor, and some to dishonor. Okay. If a man therefore purge himself from this, if a man therefore purge himself from these things, he shall be a vessel unto honor. Shall be a vessel unto honor. Sanctified and meet for the master's use. And prepared unto every good works. Is there another translation there? But in a great house, okay. there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also utensils of wood and earthenware, okay. and some for honorable and noble use, okay. and some for media and ignoble use. Mm. So whoever cleanses himself from what is ignoble and unclean, yes. who separates himself from contact with contaminating and corrupting influences. Oh my God. Corrupt, contaminating and corrupting influences. Kai. Will then himself be a vessel set apart and useful for honorable and noble purposes, consecrated and profitable to the master, fit and ready for any good work. Is that amplified? I like that amplified though. Can you see how, 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 it, how it has broken that scripture down? It said contaminating influences. Is that not how he put it? Do you know that huh, that issue of influence is a serious matter in this country, especially for the singles? Even for the married. 
Some people will get, they will just meet some people. Those useless, you know, single mothers, they don't have any purpose and you know, they just made them at work or made them somewhere and they will scatter their marriage. Well, a single person that is just looking for companion and she is just influenced by, you know, and everything just scatters like that. He said, contaminate. So now, if you are talking about a cruise, if you are talking about a jar that the master will use, then he cannot just use them. They need to do what? They need to cleanse themselves of ignoble things. How, did, how, how does he put it? He said, if they could cleanse themselves from what? From, from what is ignoble and unclean. From what is ignoble and unclean. And those are the issues we need to go to God for personally. What are the things I'm engaging in personally? People don't know. There's nobody that is monitoring us in, in this country. That's a very bad thing about this country. You are free. You can, nobody can say, okay, sister, what are you doing there? No neighbor. The neighbor is not even greeting you. Everybody is on their own. If you like, bring boyfriend in your house. Nobody will know. No cares. You can be cohabiting in this country. Everybody is fine. You are partners. So far, you are paying the bills together. We have some horrible things here. Even for, for somebody to call you, hello, what are you doing? How are you doing, sister? It's a miracle. Nobody is calling anybody. The person that will call you is busy. So when somebody checks on us in this place, it's very, it's golden, it's precious, you know. For somebody to look for you and say, sister, what are you doing there? We came to, we, I know my sister would be so shocked that when we came that time, we came to visit you. Who has come to visit anybody in this place? Everybody is busy. He said, if we cleanse ourselves from ignoble and what? And contaminating lifestyle. Ignoble and what, sister, again? And unclean. and unclean. Things that are unclean. He said, will be a vessel unto honor. Needs for the master's use. And that purity, that sanctification is required of us if the Lord will lay hold on us to use us in this generation for this precious assignment. I pray that the Lord will grant us deeper understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. And it's a call up for everybody. And we must remember today is an awareness, is a wake up. We need to arise to that which the Lord has called us to do. We need to stand up. We need to wake up. I would like us to pray now. We'll be using those scriptures to, to pray. We'll be using those scriptures to pray. We cry to the Lord. Just like those men cried to Elijah. He said, Lord, look at the situation we have found ourselves. We don't know United Kingdom will look like this. If, if people told us that it's going to be like this, we might even people stay where we are. Because I can't imagine. Eh? He just overhyped it. My imagination was okay. Four patients to a nurse. Yeah. yeah. And, and on a normal day, when I'm working on it, but everybody you knows, I like to always play song on my phone. Yeah. It makes me flow because yeah. the tension. But I know this one, they will feel like they are distracting. They are distracting the patient. So, so 
sometimes not having anything around to play. Ah. It makes me tired. You will not see them going on break. They are not, smoking. Not smoke. they every 15 the, minutes, they are going. The day I went for break, they will I be spent my first, my first break. I spent 30 minutes. They were like, Grace, you're supposed to spend 15 minutes for your first break and 30 minutes for the next break. I'm not like, People where they smoke, they go. They go, they time. smoke every, every time. time. They can smoke like ten times before the shift ends. They spend two hours on break. Ten minutes, come back. Uh, yes. Ten minutes, ten minutes. They go ten minutes like five times yes. in 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 because one shift. They are entitled to ten minutes every two two hours to go and smoke. They go more than that, my sister. They smoke like. I was like, no. <laughs> it's a high for me sometimes when I when I used to be in a thirty residents, no shaking. 30 residents, yeah. one nurse wow. in the night. 30. You give medication to all of them. Even in the morning. Too. In the morning, you give medication in the morning to all of them. Yeah. When people fall down, you beat want to sort it out. You send them to the hospital. They are not feeling too well. You can't. You have dementia. They are stepping on. They are step, stepping on. Uh, what's it called? Sensor mats. They are pressing, they are pressing the bell every, every now and then. You are. You don't have rest of mind. This is the situation we have find ourselves, Lord. We don't know if it was, it was like this. If we know, we would have thought of it twice. We don't know. They overhyped it, my sister. Just the word is. They just tell you one more salary is your one year. They don't tell us what is there. Now when you work, you work to the last breath. You finish your duty. I can't even wait to catch the bus. Let me just order. As in, you can't even wait for bus. Not order Uber. Just stop it. Because waiting for another 30, 45 minutes. I'm taking right. Can we just pray? Can we pray to the Lord? Can we pray to the Lord? Can we say, Lord? Mm-hmm.